This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Hit it. Welcome to Riffin' with Raph and AD. Coming to you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Now here's former Huskers, Chris Raff and Aaron Davis. We're back again on this Wednesday night for Riffin with Raff and AD. AD is coming to us live from the great state of Cheyenne, Wyoming. What's up, AD? <laughs> man, I'm doing good, man. It's, can you hear me pretty good, brother? Oh, yeah, coming in loud and clear. Loud and Sounds clear. Sounds good, man. Hey, man, that, we might have to tell, we might have to tell Rico to bring that beat back later on. That got me going, man. Well, Car- Carter brought that one on. He, he's here now. Carter is here. The man is here. Carter, Carter made it back from spring break alive? Yes, I did. <laughs> Carter, where did you go, man? Tell us about it. Tell the listeners where you went, man. I went to the Florida Keys. Uh, my, my uncle has a place on Cudjo Key, so I went down there with my family and hung out there for a week. It was pretty good. It was a nice break. The The weather there is ridiculously consistent. Like, I know it's pretty nice, you know, in mainland Florida and, you know, Arizona, stuff like that, but he said that during the winter there, it's pretty much, it almost never goes below 75 and almost never goes above 85. He said it's perfect. So, yeah, that was really nice. Raph, as we told a mutual friend of ours, and words because we're on radio, that's terrible weather. When we refer to Bruce in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> who, who wants that crappy weather every day, 75 and sunny? <laughs> yeah, it definitely was not that here today in Lincoln. I heard you had an adventurous drive up to Cheyenne from Denver there today. Oh, folks, I'll tell you something, man. You know, um, so I flew into Denver this morning, and instead of paying an astronomical amount of money to fly directly into Cheyenne, I uh, didn't want to, you know, do that to the client. It was easy just to go to Denver. Uh, easy ride, I thought, uh, was going to be. It was quick, you know, 90-minute ride. So it's basically like driving to Grand Island, if you would. But, man, they had gusts, I think, of 55, 60 miles per hour. And I'm seeing semis just kind of just sway like that. So I make sure it was, I was I was jet by them jokers fast, man. <laughs> I was jet by them fast. But the only thing, though, Raph, that bothered me about this drive it seemed all these ugly signs with orange and purple, orange and blue, whatever those colors are, Bronco stuff, man. I couldn't. Oh, <laughs> uh, you love it. You know you love it. No. No, I will say this, though, all seriousness. Yes, the wind was crazy, and we're going to get into a lot of stuff tonight. I'm going to be here for the first hour uh, before I have to actually go do a sound check for my talk tonight here uh, in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Um, but you can. there is a buzz in the airport, man, when I was waiting for um, – my rental car um, was just talking to some of the people that were in you know, different parts, you know, the Springs, they were just there on business. Russell Wilson has brought a buzz to this city in a matter of a couple weeks. And I'm not going to go there too much right now, rap, but I know you'll be excited as a Bronco guy, 
Uh, but I had a, a number of conversations. When I say a number, like two conversations, the rental car place <laughs> and in the airport. Um, so we'll get into that more as well. Brother, how are you doing, man? How's the week going? Doing good. Doing good. Just living the dream. About ready to living the dream. get back to the work life tomorrow. So it's been a good few days to relax, hit the weight room a couple times. There you go. You no. Know, there you go. Getting ready. You know, we got we got Thursday coming up quick, and you know what that means for little bit of march madness about ready to turn into april Dude, madness but i i'm i'm just gonna the, the call on the starter or either call in or drop the text into the starter Heyman uh text line 402-464-5685 your biggest shock i mean obviously it's probably a no-brainer which we'll get into but march madness was madness and chaos rapids we're watching those games my mind was just blown away by all. I was taking notes about this on the airplane and even just thinking about the number of upsets that took place. And I'm still just blown away by everything that took place, everything that happened, man. Which one shocked you the most about being obvious, obviously, you know? St. Peter's, baby. St. Peter's. The Peacocks. Bro. Okay. Did you have to Google to see where they were at? Uh, nope. I, um asked you and Come then on, I believe we asked somebody else and then oh, okay okay <laughs> we ended up getting the oh. answer so what you're saying is you didn't know either I had no clue I St. Peter's I, no idea, I was man. thinking East Coast probably but but then it could also be West East Coast, Coast too because you got St. Mary's in the West yeah that's what I, was saying. I mean I honestly I honestly had no idea where they were located at man no idea Think about this. Here's check this out, listeners. Rap, check this out, man. It, it blew me away as I looked at this. If you were a betting person, you know whether it's a nickel or it's a dime or just push-ups, you know, as VJ and those guys do on their show, twenty-five push-ups. Just a, yeah, twenty-five. Even it's just to have bragging rights. Check this out. St. Pete's, the MAC champion, entered the tournament at plus twenty-five hundred odds. Twenty-five hundred odds to both make the Final Four and win the East Region. Their win over Kentucky marked just the 10th time a 15th seed um, ousted a second seed. Think about that. They have 25, think about, that's 2,500 to one. Nuts. And they still pulled that game out. And they're just the third 15th team. Think about this. The third 15th seed team to the Sweet 16. Check this out, though. Rap, <laughs> how'd they get there? I know you won't know, Carter, when you were down there in Florida, basking in the sun, <laughs> hanging out, enjoying spring break, being a teen again. Think about this. They won the MAC tournament as a two seed. They knocked off Fairfield, Quinnipiac, and Monmouth in successive games. And then they started slowly. But they started six of the first nine games they lost. Think of that. Losing six of the first nine games. You're thinking, there ain't no way in the heck these guys are going to make it to the March Madness win their division, let alone make it to the Sweet 16 to beat Kentucky. But it enters the tournament. They had seven straight wins going, uh, winning by five double figures. So their journey, and I'll bring this back to football in a second, it's not about how you start, folks. It's how you finish. Think about that. Them cats started off six out of nine games they lost. But they, it's not how you start. It's how you finish. Go ahead, Raph. Oh, I had heard, heard that earlier in the year – they played a game at their home gym and they, I was the beginning of the year, one of the six of the nine that they lost or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they um, mm -hmm. had 400 people at their home game. <laughs> and I was, 
I was just laughing. They're like, do you think anybody in that crowd that night thought that they had a Sweet 16 team? Oh, my gosh. If they did, they they do something we didn't know, if that's the case. They do something we didn't know. Do you think, because even when they played Murray State, let me ask you this. Think if you're Kentucky, like right now. If you're Kentucky right now, basketball, um, probably a lot of their roster is going to be gone, you know, because, you know, the one and dones, et cetera, or they have bad taste in their mouth. They want to come back, but, you know, money talk. Look at this uh, week uh, with McGowan's, you know. Um, do you, if you're Kentucky right now, you have got to be sick to your stomach. If you're the coach right now, Raph, what do you even tell recruits? I mean, they're still going to come to Kentucky. I mean, still Kentucky. I mean, it's it's Kentucky. What do you do as a coach, though? Uh, I think you probably got to take that Jay Wright approach after Villanova had got beat as a number one seed a few years back and just be like, hey, we can take this one of two ways. We can lay down or we can have a huge, gigantic chip on our shoulder and prove to everybody next year that we're not that team that got beat this year in the first round by a number 15 seed. God, a heck, I should be a coach. Were you inspired just run through a wall right there? That speech I just gave. You know, yeah, I'm just saying, no, man. There, I, I still think they got to be sick to their stomach, though, man. I mean, thinking this whole thing is like a nightmare that they're eventually going to wake up from. It's like, wait a minute, we're tripping. We're, we're still in this tournament. 1993, and I've said this a number of times uh, on the year, but I've said it ad nauseum to audiences. Losing a national championship. Now, I know Kentucky losing. I mean, it wasn't a national championship, but it was on the road to one. You know, so there's obviously no chances now because it's over for them. Losing a national championship, in my opinion, and the number of players I've asked, the agony of defeat is greater than the thrill of victory of winning one. So when we beat Florida, I mean, sorry, we beat Miami 364 days later. Of course it was awesome. Amazing, amazing feeling. I mean, you're just... It's chaos. But that pit in your stomach from losing, it never goes away, man. That sting, that bitterness, that – and especially how we lost. Now, Kentucky has nothing more to blame themselves. You know, like I said, I don't know their mindset. A lot of – you have, you know, pundits come on, well, well, they just look like they weren't ready to play their body language. Well, I don't know all that. All I know, at the end of the day, they lost to a team they shouldn't have lost to. Um, so, yeah, and even if they were – hey, what were you watching? They played in state versus did you think St. Pete's part of the gas that game or do you think they were going to win like they did? I thought that they would have a really good chance just for the fact that they had just defeated Kentucky. So your mindset automatically thinks, hey, if we can beat Kentucky, why can't we go on and beat Murray State? You know, that would that would be my frame of mind. At least that's what I'd be telling my team. I'd be like, look at this, guys. You, you just took down a number two seed. We can beat anybody now. And that's that's the attitude that they're going to have going in up against Purdue this weekend is, you know, we've got, we've already got Kentucky, you know, talent wise, I would have to think Kentucky's got more talent than Purdue has. The thing that worries me with Purdue is their size will probably play a little bit more of a factor for them. But I think that they have a great chance of, you know, getting to that grade eight. You know, when you think about a team like a Purdue they probably have now I say this, you know, figurative, not figurative, but I say this relatively. They probably have the easiest road to get there 
than the other, you know, you know, coming out of what they're coming out, the other teams have. I mean, you figure they beat St. Pete's. I'm looking at my brackets here to make sure I got all this correct. But their their road to it is not. Let me see this here. So what my current list, I don't want to make sure I'll make sure I'm accurate on this. Um what do we got, Rav? So if St. Peter's Purdue it. game would play the winner of UCLA, North Carolina. Yes. And which leads me to the next point. Purdue has more talent than both of those teams. St. Pete's, North Carolina, um, they'll have more talent. The key thing is, do you think Purdue will look past these guys still because they do have the height? Um, I would say no as of right now just for the fact that they've seen them defeat Kentucky, and I think that's probably what's playing for Painter right now is, hey, guys, we cannot be overlooking this team. They beat Kentucky. So I guess in a positive for him, he's got that where he's got that coaching, I say bullet in his belt that he can use is be like, Hey, they, they got Kentucky. So we need to bring, we need to bring our a game or else we're going to be going home like Kentucky. So, but then, you know, there's always, there's always that, you know, there's a chance maybe they are overlooking it. And then that, you know, then you got, then you got an even bigger problem because, they're not ready. I I think St. Peter's St. Peter's will take them. They have they just have that mentality. Their coach after the game when he was talking about my team is from New York and New Jersey. Do you really think we're afraid of anybody? I was like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> there you go. Uh, we got a call on the line true. with a question from AD. If you guys would like to take it, oh, we got a call. Yes, put her on. Oh, all right, call her. You're on. Hey, AD. This is Chad Epson. Uh, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna come uh, ask you if you want to come talk to my baseball team. Motivate. Hey. Us. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Little elf, man, absolutely, I will come and talk to your baseball team, man. I'd be honored to do it, man. I'd be honored to do it. Hey, you still got your dog? Yeah. Yeah, a bulldog. What's up, AD? How you doing, Chad? How you doing? Thanks for calling into the show, man. <laughs> yeah, buddy. My my son's been wanting to do that for a while, but yeah, we got our bulldog still. So that's awesome. But yeah, he, that's awesome. Cooper wants you to come and talk to his baseball team about motivation and teams. So I told him he could give you a call. So do we discuss Cooper, hourly I'm charges sure. now or later? Yeah, it's off there. Yeah, he's eighties too much for you know nonprofit organization. So. <laughs> but yeah, AD, I'll give you a call, and then uh, we'll get you get you around the team. They'd love to love to hear from you. Hey, I would absolutely love to do that, Chad and Coop. I'd be honored to come speak for your baseball team, buddy. That would be a blast, Chad. I'm gonna ask you this, Chad and Coop. Why I got you on? Who do you guys got in the? How do you guys got winning it all in March Madness? You know, AD, I I hate to say it. I didn't even – I don't think I watched one college basketball game, so I wasn't even going to attempt to fill out a bracket this year. I know that's pathetic, but – No, it's not actually. Yeah. I, so, I'm, I, if I had to say, I would say Duke just because, you know, coach is the last shot. But, oh, um, yeah, I didn't fill one out, so. If he said he said Duke, he said Duke, Chad, I love you, but cut his line. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cut him off. No. 
Guys, I appreciate no. I appreciate you. Thanks for letting my son call in. Anytime. Hey, Chad, appreciate it, man. Cooper, we'll see you at that banquet. I'll be sure to be uh, get, get your dad to give me a call, and I'd love to do it, buddy. Thanks for calling in, y'all. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll call you, AD. All right. See you. You bet. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Look at that, AD. You got the the young the young fans calling in. Yeah. <laughs> the, the only problem was when his dad said Duke. <laughs> I was good with that. I was good with that. I I know you were with your bracket. I'm living that dream for what was it? You know, he's been there for 42 years. For 30 42 some years. years, I've hated Duke. You know, but this year I was like, it's his last season. I'm just gonna play the card that he's gonna get all the calls. And now I'm living this one year. I'm being that snobby, snobby Duke fan. You know, that just like we're the greatest <laughs> team ever. Christian Leitner, Bobby Hurley for life. I should probably get a Duke jersey oh, just to rep this squad that's going to make a run. Bro, and- you're really pouring it on thick with Duke for your bracket right now, man. <laughs> you know what? The thing about it is, though, Ralph, it's it's kind of like um, I will say this. I look at Coach K. The first time I was at Notre Dame, I spoke there probably about 10 years ago. And I'd never been to their campus, you know, uh, only driven through South Bend uh, before. But I'm going to say this, man. There is something special about Notre Dame's campus. And Schwarbuck, I'm not sure if he's still their athletic director there, but was there to speak for other student athletes and their football team in particular. And um, gave me a tour of the facilities. And... Um, at first, you know, I'm seeing the Golden Dome touchdown Jesus. I'm like, so what? We got Herbie Hucker. Get him. You know, I'm like, who cares, you know? <laughs> but the more I toured, you could seriously feel a crazy aura. There was a um, just a feeling that you something was special on the campus and things that had happened there that were, you know, kind of the genesis of uh, college football, if you would. You think about the four horsemen and I can go on and on with their names, just like you did with Leitner. That's what, you know, kind of made me think about that, allude to this. Took me to the locker room, said, play like champions. There's this meme that's funny that's been going around for years. It's play like Nebraska across that up there. <laughs> but when he took me onto the field, not allowed to go on that field, first of all. And then he showed me the trophy rooms. Dude, there's nothing but respect. Now, I'm not no, I'm a Notre Dame fan, but I respect him. I'm going to go, I'm going to put it that way also to, um, you bring it to Tom Brady back in the day with the Patriots. He, Tom Brady and, and uh, Notre Dame are kind of similar. You put in Duke with there. You either love them or you don't like them. I'm, I don't like saying hate because hate's a strong word. You like them, you don't. But you got to respect what they've done. I have nothing but respect for Coach K. Um, I was never really a Carolina or Duke fan. Um, I just kind of liked whoever was winning when I was growing up. And me and you, it was UNLV with you know, Stacey Augman and Larry Johnson, you know, and um, uh, Anthony and all those guys. Tark the Shark, K, baby. Yeah, shark, our Sharks and all those guys. But you think about what Coach K has done for 42 years. I, my humble opinion, the only coach that I would put in this realm, my, I'm talking about Coach Wooden, the, the great, the great all-time great from UCLA. I think Coach K might be the only guy, along with North Carolina's former coach, um, Dean Smith. Those are two coaches I could probably maybe put in that. Maybe not only I'm not even saying the conversation because I think personally that Wooden's in a class of his own. That's just me. Yep. I just think Wooden's in a class of his own. He is. But Coach K, if you're going to put a coaching uh, 
Mount Rushmore, Mount Coachmore, if you would. Ooh, very nice. I don't know how you leave Coach. I don't know. <laughs> you like how I did that, right? That's because I'm looking at Cheyenne and all these mountains I've been looking at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in that Marky Mountain High Denver mentality right now. Oh, are you now? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's the altitude, man. It's the altitude. (laughs) If you're going to do a coach, a Mount Coach more, you you can't do it without Coach K. You just can't. True. I mean, what's the guy's stats, Raph? I mean, what's his stats? He's got most most career wins. He's got – I had back-to-back titles. He's probably got four four or five national titles, maybe six, but I'm thinking it's four or five. Okay, let me ask you this. Okay, so we watched the game together on Sunday when they played against Michigan State. And I'm honest, I was hoping Michigan State would send him home to the golf course or fishing. Me personally, I'm sorry, Duke fans that are listening, but I'm tired of seeing that guy win everything. The way that they responded, even after – they got up about nine, I think nine or 10. And then Michigan State goes on that run. And he let them play through it. He didn't call timeout. And it was kind of Phil Jackson-esque, you know, what Phil would do back with the Bulls back in the day. And he would just sit back and just like, they'll figure it out. The only way that you have that type of confidence in your players is if you know that you prepared them for those situations. That's the and this is not like you lose this game and we'll play next. No, this is if you lose, you're going home. Coach K, you start to go golfing and fishing, whatever you're gonna do post-retirement. For me, that spoke volumes about his coach ability and his confidence in his players, and the players' confidence in him and his system, and that even on, under immense pressure, game-wise, of course, he sat back and says, I'm gonna let him play through. When he did that, I'm sitting back there watching him thinking, Duke's not losing this game. Because they gathered themselves together and says, we're going to figure this out. And they did. Did you ever feel that Michigan State is going to beat them on on, Saturday, on Sunday? Um, the only thing that gave me a little confidence that Michigan State might beat Duke was Tom Izzo. He's just a genius when it comes to March. And so yes. that surprised me. But then watching the talent that Duke has – I mean, Duke has the talent that they can win. I mean, they're they're young, but that one guard, his first step was incredible. I mean, I it's insane. It was a different level. So, so it's definitely it'll be interesting to see how it all how it all turns out. But hey, D, we need to be taking a break right now so we can pay some of these bills, as as you would Sounds say. Good. So, we'll be back here in a couple minutes, and we'll talk to you soon. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. <laughs> 